Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. We are leaving Accra, Ghana on our way to Dubai. I'm in the lounge at the airport. We've done everything just waiting for the plane and inshallah we'll be boarding soon. I want to let you know something. The Peace and Unity Convention was a success here in Ghana in the two cities, Accra and the other city, Kumasi. Now, these events come at a cost. They, it's not free because you have to hire the venue, you have to have volunteers, you have to have uh, the sound, you have to arrange the lighting, the recording, you have to do logistics, you have to um, decorate the place, so to speak, arrange. Some of it costs a little bit more, some costs less. Sometimes the venues are costly, sometimes they're not. Uh, it's not easy to always have these events at the masjids, but what we try to do is to have a few different types of events. Number one is the masjid events. So if a program is uh, done in the masjid, it doesn't really cost that much because uh, what you would probably need to pay for is the sound and the videos, the recordings and so on. But uh, you wouldn't have to pay for the venue because the masjid is the house of Allah. However, not everyone uh, comes to the masjid in terms of the females especially and the non-Muslims and sometimes people who are not connected to the masjid. So if your da'wah and your, your message is uh, reaching out to all the people who are far from the deen or maybe not Muslims as well, you need to consider having it at a different venue. So we did have the, the one program at the massive national masjid which caters for more than you know, between five and seven thousand people, and with the courtyards, I'm sure it's even more than that uh, in Accra. And then we had the one at the central mosque in Kumasi, which also had a few thousand people. All that was open, it was full, and mashallah, there was a little bit of stampeding, a bit of excitement, and so on, but it was it was basically cost-free. Obviously, the flights and everything costs a lot of money. Uh, personally, I don't charge, I haven't charged a penny, not a penny, but some others they expect you to do a little bit and so on the, the, the team that i move with they're all working feasibility so we really must thank allah that there are so many who would tell you listen i don't charge a penny in fact sometimes people are surprised that oh wow you don't charge a penny no i don't sometimes people give you a gift or two or three it depends you may take it and you might want to give it to someone else or use it or whatever it may be but for to ask for something uh no that doesn't happen with me uh, sometimes we even cover the costs ourselves of some of these uh, events. So we would cover uh, the, the, the airfare, sometimes even the venues. Sometimes we've covered venues and entire events. And all of that is not known by the people. But the reason I'm telling you is because many people accuse the scholars. Oh, these people are making money out of this. No way. Allah has blessed us in other ways. We don't need to use this to make money. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. However, what I also want to say is there are other uh, types of events such as the motivational evenings where there is a dinner with a smaller number of people and we have to charge for the food. I'm not going to pay for your food, nor am I going to pay for something that you're going to get in terms of service when you can afford it. So you pay for the food, you will, you will, the cost of the venue will be divided by the people if there is a cost of the venue. So it would probably be $10, $20, $30, $40, depending on what exactly it is. The difficulty is to try and cater for everyone. So if there is an, a motivational evening, there would be a dinner, there would be a smaller number of people, we'd try to meet everyone. The reason is, 
when there is a large crowd, it's impossible to meet people. This time when we had a large crowd of a few thousand, they randomly picked a few people from a hat uh, to say, uh, we would just pick randomly people who would like to meet, for example, some of the scholars, and we give you an opportunity because it's unfair to say only the VIPs can meet or only. So what about the general public? We also need to meet them. So that's one thing. Taking photos, I don't normally refuse, but what would happen is it's impossible to cater for everyone. So you need to be very quick and considerate. If you're not quick and considerate, don't waste your time uh, saying, can I take a photo? Then you want us to pose as though we're posing for some uh, heavy photo shoot or something. You take a quick picture and move and people wouldn't mind. Or you can take a quick video while we're walking without stopping us. Uh, that having been said, another type of a program is the ones that are handled in halls or in theaters or in uh, conference centers. It costs a lot. Very few wealthy people are prepared to give money or to donate towards events of a spiritual nature of this sort. So if you go to a very wealthy person and you say, this costs 70,000, if he's a really great person, they might give you 5,000, 7,000. I don't do this, but some of the people who are the hosts, they have to go to donors and ask for sponsorship and say, can you sponsor, can you sponsor? I do know that in some countries, it's a bit better than others, but in some of the poorer countries, it's a struggle. They don't even break even. We end up giving our own monies at times to ensure that a program has been a success. And so there is a venue, they have 2,000, 5,000 tickets depending. The ticket is token. And the reason why it is an honor to be used to spend money to such a good cause. Everyone who purchases a ticket, don't come and say it's too much or too little. You are considered a sponsor to that particular event. You will get a reward for coming and making it possible. Because if you didn't buy a ticket, they would not have been able to afford the venue in some cases. So you bought a ticket and you came. Another 5,000, 10,000 people bought tickets and came. That is what made it possible. Had you not bought the ticket, it wouldn't have happened. So anyway, as we leave Ghana right now, I just want to pray for all those who made this possible. May Allah bless you, grant you goodness and ease, give you a million times more than what you gave. And may Allah uh, open your doors, your family members, grant you good health, happiness, great prosperity, sustenance, joy in this world, ease all your issues, difficulties and problems, protect you from harm, sickness, disease, illness, negativity. And may Allah Almighty elevate your status in this world and the next and continue to use you to, to, to be inspired to uh, spend on causes like this because Allah chooses whom he wants to sponsor events that are life-changing for people. It is not easy to think about spending money on an event where you are not a material beneficiary, but rather it's a spiritual religious benefit of rewards that you will see in the hereafter, which is far greater than what you saw in this world. But uh, you would actually be changing the lives or used to change the lives of thousands of people. For that, Allah needs to put it in your heart. It's not, I've seen wealthy people who laugh at our projects, who laugh and joke and, 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 and scoff at what we try to uh, tell them it needs to be done. They won't. It is only when Allah has selected you and put it in your heart that I've made a million. I'd like to give 50,000 for these guys to make a beautiful, massive, lovely, amazing event. Why do people of other faiths have events that are five-star events? We are Muslims. We need to have 10-star events. Why not? Those people give 10% of their salaries to the church. In Islam, we don't have to do that. 
Islam, zakat is only for the rich to be given to the poor. And that's also a minute percentage. And you do not have to go through your imam or the masjid or an organization. That's the difference. So when there is a cause of this nature, it's charity. It's just a sadaqah. Please give. Did you hear all those du'as? May Allah accept them. Everyone prays for those who make it possible. I'd love to see free events, totally free. But it's impossible to make it totally free. People need to know, listen, they spent on me. Why should we spend on you when you're a relatively well-to-do person or middle income, or whatever it may be, you're prepared to spend on so many other things. Come, let's spend on this. And don't think the, 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 the sheikhs are making money. In actual fact, they spend in order for the message to get to you. I ask you who are listening to me right now, how much have, how much have I taken from you personally? Nothing. I haven't asked you for a penny personally. If ever you've paid for a ticket, it's for something you got. I remember the motivational dinners in England when they were paying 20 pounds, sometimes 30 pounds and so on. People were saying, some people, two, three people saying, oh, that's so, so high in price. Wallahi, that food that was being served alone was already 40 pounds, 50 pounds. You didn't know it's subsidized. What you got is far more in terms of worth and value than what you gave. So don't complain about this. This is how these events work. And this is how it happens. And don't say, well, why you should have all your events at the masjid. No, you want to attend only the masjid ones, you wait for them. You need to know the difference between all of them. So if you'd like to attend a specific type of event, don't think for a moment that we should not be doing the other events. We are catering for other people, different types of people who are impacted by different types of events. I know of people who've flown in from far off countries in order to attend a certain type of an event. For example, if you have a light upon light event, it's different. You have a motivational evening, it's different. You have, uh, for example, uh, a few other types of events. You need to know what is it and how is it. You have a charity fundraiser. Consider it, uh, consider it a, an honor to be able to give if you want. No one's forcing you, but they will tell you the cause and you can give. And if others are giving, so what? Alhamdulillah, the charity, it doesn't come to the scholar in all honesty. There may be some who charge, but the circles that I move with, they do not charge. And it's actually something free. We should be ashamed of ourselves when we accuse scholars of, oh, this person's making money. What do they make money from? I mean, what did you give? You're such a wealthy person. You've got so much money. What did you give this guy? Nothing. And then you're complaining that he's making money. Out of what? Out of what? They've spent on you more money than you gave. Sorry, I'm a little bit passionate, but the reason why I'm saying this is so many people have so many negative things to say at times. Someone somewhere needed to clarify it. We spend on you. You do not spend on us. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum.